As we celebrate Black history, Cade's history, we are reminded of the rich soil that cultivated our roots and enabled us to grow strong with branches full and bursting with potential. As we look to our future, we must be intentional in our efforts to bear witness to the tree that gave life to us. We are the fruit, the salt, the light, the hands, the feet. We are a church where lives are changed. Cade Chapel has been a beacon of light in the community and in the lives of its congregations, a legacy of works, a heritage of faith. Cade is a manifestation of the gift our ancestors gave. And what an incredible privilege we have been given. What a phenomenal testimony. And while there is work yet to do, we have been good stewards of the parcel of land given by Mr. Cade some 140 years ago. We boldly affirm the sovereign power and presence of a faithful and unchanging God who says to us in Isaiah, I am the Lord your God who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, do not fear, I will help you. As God holds on to us and we hold on to him, miracles happen. Everyday miracles, some ordinary, some extraordinary, but right here in this community, right here at K Chapel, history is made and miracles happen. I had the privilege of sitting down with Emeritus First Lady Buckley, who graciously shared with me her thoughts about Cade. 
to close out this segment. It's been an experience that I relish. Uh, it's an experience that uh, she'll never forget. And to be honest, it's, it's been a journey. And uh, along the journey, you know, there are curves. Just think of it as a road with curves and with bends. And it's just not straight all of the time. It's been a, a road of, I want to say, jubilation. We were excited to get here in, in 69. We had been coming prior to 69 when my husband passed the Cherry Grove. For a whole year, we had been coming here, but we were installed a year after, which was 1969. It was, it was a time when we knew that there were many challenges, and we knew that we had to provide opportunities for all to help meet those challenges. But we knew that um, the main goal was that of winning souls for Christ. But after winning those souls, there had to be something in place to keep those souls. And so that's how we began organizing uh, various ministries. One of the first one was the orientation ministry. There were many other committees that, uh, ministries rather, that were started. The youth ministry, we, we knew that there were youth who needed to be involved because it was so important. Uh, it was a growing church and there were families coming and they brought the entire family. So we wanted to make room for the family. We had bus ministry, Cub Scouts and the Girl Scouts, and they were busy selling cookies and going on camping trips. And, and all of this gave the young people something to do. And what we were trying to do as a church, we wanted to make sure that we were taking care of the whole family, the needs, the social needs, the in intellectual needs, the health needs, the spiritual needs, all of those would help to make for the whole family. It would help to provide what the family needed in order to thrive and survive. And so Kay did that. Hats off to you, Cade. I know the Lord will make a way. I know the Lord will make a way somehow. And, and that song is so true, and that's my husband's testimony. I tell you, if you wake him up in the middle of the night, he could sing it, and he can sing all verses of it right now. And really, that has become one of my favorites now because I've seen the way that he has made. I've experienced how he makes a way in every situation, no matter what it is. He has always and will always make a way. My grandmama used to say he made a way out of no way. <laughs> and he did.
and he's going to keep on making a way. That is, if you trust him and never doubt him, and just hold to his hand. Just hold on. Don't let go. Don't let go. So many people refer to him as Horace Buckley's son, and they really do forget that Horace Buckley had a wife who bore that son. <laughs> and sometimes my son refers to himself as Myra's baby. That's right, you are Myra's baby. You are Myra and Horace's baby. It's like a miracle. It really is. It's like a miracle that happened at Cade. And God was in it all. He made it happen. He knew from the very beginning that Horace Buckley would have a son who would carry on when he got tired. And so he sent him from Illinois. And the time that he's been here, he has proven that this was a godsend. And now I want to um, talk about Mr. Isham Cade for just a, a little bit, who was responsible for all of this. I will have to give him and, and the Cade family accolades. I wondered though, what Mr. Cade would think of what we did with the property that he gave to us. I would just want him to see, I wished he could see and know what Cade did with it, how Cade moved from Asylum Hill under that little fresh hour that they built and how dedicated they were to making sure that there was a church for people to worship in, for black people to worship in. And uh, I thank him myself for what he did. And I thank him for the members, the few members who met on Asylum Hill and didn't give up, came on over to this place and made it happen. So hats off to you, Mr. Kate. Kay Chapel has been a beacon. It's like being a little house that sits on the side of road, sits on the side of the road and a friend to man, a friend. People come here, the doors are open. They feel comfortable here. They meet friends here lifetime friend. They meet Christ here. Most of all, they meet Christ, and that's what we are all about. And when they meet him, they tell someone else about him, and others come. And that's why we continue to grow, because of the work that the membership does, because the care that they give. I love this place. I think as we see our future, we must first remember our past. We must not forget our past. We must build on that past. We must take along everything that we have learned on the journey thus far. And we must improve upon that. And then some. We must never forget to take God with us. We must always have a prayer on our lips. We must thank God for what he has done in the past and also thank him for what we know he's going to do 
in the future. So my advice would be, through all of this, as Pastor Buckley in the song said, pull on to God's unchanging hand. Just hold to his hand. If you do that and not let go of it, I remind you, don't let go of it. You'll be proud in the end of what miracle you will see, what miracle you will experience, what miracle God has in store in the future for you. Good morning, good morning, my brothers and sisters in Christ. This is the day that the Lord has made. We are rejoicing and we are exceedingly glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. I know you've probably already done it by now, but just in case if you haven't, share this with your neighbors and your friends. Let them know that it's time to worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. This is the day that the Lord has made. We're rejoicing and we are exceedingly glad. Amen. This is the uh, last Sunday of February. We've been uh, celebrating Black History Month this month and on this final Sunday of, of February, we want to sing the Negro National Anthem. The musicians are here and the wonderful thing that about what the time space that we're in right now, you are your own choir. Amen. You are your own soloist. And so we invite you, yes, if you can, go ahead. You know what we do. Stand up for the singing of the Negro National Anthem and let's sing this song together in your house, in your home, wherever you are. Let us sing together. Lift every voice and sing.
burgers, make it real sweet. That's it, yes. That's it. chapter 3 verses 12 through 16 and it reads put on therefore as the elect of God holy and beloved bowels of mercies kindness humbleness of mind meekness long suffering forbearing one another and forgiving one another if any man have a quarrel against any even as Christ forgave you so also do ye and above all these things put on charity which is the bond of perfectness and let the peace of God rule in your hearts to the which also ye are called in one body and be ye thankful let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs singing with grace in your hearts in the, to the Lord please join me in a word of prayer Father as we enter worship service on this final day of Black History Month, where we often highlight some of the greatest African Americans this country has ever known, today, we, your faithful, want to proclaim and celebrate the greatness of Christ and the greatness dwelling in each of us through the Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you for speaking through our pastor, challenging us to go be great, sharing with us that our talents and abilities may become our liabilities if we do not lean into our availability to the Holy Spirit in the service of your kingdom. So in this, we ask that you allow us to reflect Christ, the greatest of all time, in service to you, our God, the author of time. Father, we thank you for showing us the pathway to go be great, encouraging us to be daring and not afraid to stand alone in service to you, to always be ready to serve when unforeseen opportunities present itself, knowing that you, our God, have already equipped us for our assigned tasks. We are urged to be encouraging to each other, and not so quick to criticize when others strive to serve. Understanding, Father, that you use ordinary and unlikely people to do great things, often in unconventional and non-traditional ways. Reflecting Christ, the greatest of all time, in service to you, our God, the author of time. We are asked to be positive when disappointment comes or when life does not go according to our plans. Choosing not to focus on all the losses in this life, but clinging on to the faith that fills us with hope, love, and restored souls, affirming that in times we must be still and allow you to work in us, through us, and around us. 
imploring us to be sensitive to the experiences and opinions of others, but stand steadfast in our faith and live out our holy and inspired word, challenging us to be humble, that we may lend ourselves to the development of stronger interpersonal relationships, mutually respectful interactions, and increased opportunities for shared greatness, reflecting Christ, the greatest of all time, in service to you, our God, the author of time. Finally, dear God, we ask that you bless today's service, the message, and the messenger, that we all may be inspired to go be great through the redeeming blood of your son, Jesus Christ, and the divine influence of the Holy Spirit. We ask these blessings and many more. Amen. 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 God bless you. Let the church say amen. Come on, let's say amen again. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. We're off to a wonderful worship experience. And listen, I'm going to get out of the way and let the worship continue. Amen. These musicians are coming now. Listen, all this month, uh, the musicians have been have been highlighted, uh, just a wonderful gift that they have. And each Sunday, uh, I think the music has circulated in terms of who's been responsible for the musical selections and who's been highlighted. My understanding is that this morning, Carol uh, is responsible for the music selections. And let me go ahead and, and I guess I can kind of share with them what they're going to see. Let me share with you what you're going to see. So listen, y'all, um, you're going to see, you're going to see, I guess a little technology, hopefully at its best, because you're going to hear recorded vocals with live music. Amen, somebody. You're going to hear recorded vocals with live music. And the vocals that you're going to hear, the ladies that are singing, are the wives of these musicians. Amen. Amen. So y'all get ready. Y'all, I, I want to see this myself. Amen. God bless you. But let's go into worship right now.
the name of the Lord in here. The blood will never lose. Hallelujah. I know you felt that at home. It will never lose. Never lose its power. Bless the name of the Lord. Somebody's shouting right now. Somebody's shouting right now. I hear him in my spirit. Somebody's shouting right now. They, my God. It will never. I said it will never. Never, 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 never. Hallelujah. Bless his name. Bless his name. My God, I felt that. Mm. Good God Almighty. Good God Almighty. Some, somebody's asking, somebody's asking in the timeline. They say, who is that young man? Who is that young man singing? That young man is Gavin Hughes. Is that right? That's Gavin Hughes. Uh, you, you may know him as the drum major for the Jackson uh, Sonic Boom of the South. Jackson State University Sonic Boom of the South. Gavin Hughes, who's a wonderful uh, music major. I believe this was his, he, he had his senior year this year. Is that right? His senior recital? Was it last year? 
This year, this year, amen. So he's a graduating music major, uh, doing tremendous things uh, in music, and God is just using him, and, and, and Gavin is singing to the glory of God. Uh, if you want to know if this young man is serious, I dare you to go to Jackson State's uh, Facebook page and look at some of the uh, band performances, and you will see him glorify the name of the Lord on the football field, amen. So he's serious about, about loving on Christ, amen. God bless you. Thank Wow. Wow, how are you guys doing this stuff, man? They, they, you all are just amazing, just amazing us, taking it to new levels, new levels. And we thank God for you and the use of technology in the way that you are doing it to glorify the name of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus, who is the Christ. Listen, it's giving time, and we are so thankful that throughout all of this, you know, we're coming up on a year now where we have been away from you. Uh, we're coming up on a year where we have not gathered in this sanctuary and though we have not been here, can I tell you something, Kate Chapel? You have been faithful. You have been faithful in ministry. You have been faithful in missions. And you have been faithful in the giving of your tithes and your offerings. To God be the glory for your faithfulness. And for all of our part, to all of our partners. But I am amazed. I'm amazed what this, this forum, this venue has allowed us to do. We have gained partners in all different parts uh, of the nation. And people who are tuning in, who didn't know about us, are now uh, regular attendees of these virtual services. And not only are they attending, y'all, but they are giving. Did y'all hear what I said? They are giving. We got just this week, we got some special friends over in Alabama. I'm not going to call your names, but I know you're watching right now. And I want you to know these special gifts, uh, these very generous gifts, we got them. You who are watching in Alabama, you who are in Indiana, we got your gifts. God bless you. You who are in uh, California and who are in Texas, we got your, listen, thank you for wherever you are for looking upon our ministry and our mission and believing that this is good ground in, in which you could sow. And we thank you for partnering with us to do ministry, to make ministry happen. It's because of you, the faithful members, and now our friends all over the United States and around the world, perhaps, who are contributing to make ministry go forth. God bless you. Thank you for what you're doing. We thank you so much. And if you're ready now to give, there are any number of ways that you can do it. Check the number of the things that are on your screen. Three ways that you can give. Any way that you give, we ask you to do two things. Give so liberally, give so cheerfully, for the Lord loves a cheerful giver. Amen. I think we're going to hear these vocals again, these vocals in this band again. Y'all go do it. God bless you.
that you continue to bless those that gave, bless those that desire to give, Father, and did not have it, that they may be able to givers as we continue to do your work. Father, continue to bless us all. Surround us with your grace and mercies. These blessings we ask through your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 We are not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. If you're not ashamed, why don't you put some hands in that chat line? Why don't you raise those hands in the chat line and let your neighbor know, I am not ashamed. I'm a Christian. I've been washed by the blood. I've been sanctified and filled with his Holy Ghost. And I'm not ashamed to tell you, if anybody asks you who I am, I'm just a child of God, a man who's been redeemed. And I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. We want to thank uh, Ms. Felicia Holmes, who is the guest soloist uh, for that selection. And again, those background vocals, we saw uh, Pat and Carol, but then the other ladies who were backgrounding, those are the wives of, of uh, our musicians. And so we thank God. Just music is just all in the family. Amen. Y'all married some, some strong women who can sing the word as well. God bless you. Listen, we want to, we want to share just a few announcements with you. We do want to ask that you keep Sister Jackie Simmons uh, in your prayers. Uh, she lost her brother, Brother Willie Carter, uh, earlier this month, and services have been entrusted to the West Haven Memorial uh, Funeral Home on Robinson Road. I believe those services, graveside services, are this Saturday at uh, um, Autumn Hill uh, Funeral, Autumn Hill Cemetery. And so we ask that you keep her in your prayers. Also, 
Annie Shaw and Clinton O'Banner sister, sister uh, looks like Sinatra Trussell, passed away on the 23rd of this month. Uh, the viewing will be Friday, March 5th. Uh, the time is to be announced. There will be a graveside service also on Saturday, March 6th at the Garden Memorial Park on 49 Highway. Uh, do keep, again, uh, Sister Annie, Sisters Annie Shaw and Brother Clinton O'Banner in your prayers as well. Also, uh, keep Reverend Leroy Harrington in your prayers. Keep Reverend Harrington in your prayers. We received that uh, prayer request on this morning. So do keep uh, all of the aforementioned in your prayers as well. Uh, be praying for um, uh, Brother Chris and Stephanie uh, uh, Johnson. I mentioned on yesterday uh, during the live feed, some of you may not have been tuned in with us, uh, they lost their home on yesterday due to a house fire, um, and it was a complete loss, a total loss. So do keep, uh, do keep Christopher and Stephanie in your prayers. Thank God they're alive, they're well. Uh, there, were, there was no one hurt in the fire, uh, but, but this is a tough time for that family, so please keep them, keep them in your prayers. Amen. Um, also, now I, I do want to give uh, just, just a few more uh, instructions, but also, before I give any instructions, let me give God some thanks and some praise for, for, for who he is and what he does, the awesome things that he does. So yesterday, yesterday I went on live about 5.30 to tell you about the situation that we're having uh, up at the court, Cade, Cade Courtyard with uh, the, war, the water situation. Uh, we need more flushable water uh, so that the, the residents there uh, can flush their toilets. We continue to be uh, in a water crisis here uh, in many parts of the city of Jackson. Some uh, parts of Jackson have, have res restored uh, their, their water services. Other parts uh, have not. And we're in that area where uh, sometimes you have a little water pressure and other times you don't. So it's, ve it's very unstable right now. So we put out a call on yesterday for you to come uh, to the church with your gallons of water. We don't want you to buy anything again. We just want you to fill up water from your tap water systems uh, in, in containers that you can either leave or let us borrow for a little while. That begins at 2 p.m. here at the church. Lineup starts here at the church at 2 p.m. And we're going to go down to the uh, court cake. Cade Courtyard and get that water to them. But in the meantime, let me tell you some things that happened. So I got here this morning. I was met by uh, uh, Mother Sexton. Mother Sexton is one of the residents down there. She's one of the point persons also who's helping to orchestrate uh, this water drop-off and has been doing that since, since this crisis started. She said to me, Reverend, I don't know who it was, but somebody came. Somebody came last night and filled up all of the water uh, for us, and so we got we got uh, we woke up this morning, and all of the all of our containers were filled with water. Uh, we, we we just we don't know who this gentleman was, but he came and did it. And so we thank God for that. Now, let me say this. We still need the water because that water uh, was taken this morning, and there, there's a little bit left, but we're still doing the 2 o'clock drop-off drop today, okay? So we thank God. Whoever you are, kind sir, angel, who, who came and left no name, whoever you are, thank you uh, for doing that for us, for just coming by in your truck. I understand it was a car detail truck who, who has the, uh, uh, the, the, can, the car washing truck, and he just came and, and just filled up everything. Everything. So whoever you are, kind sir, thank you for, for hearing the request and doing that. Uh, we also uh, are looking to have some external tanks on site 
after today. And so thankfully, we believe that after today, we won't have to do anything like this again uh, because of the external water tanks that we will have on site uh, down at the Cade Courtyard. So thank you for everything that you're doing to pitch in uh, to make this happen. And we're looking forward to a great turnout today, making sure that our residents stay safe as we continue to go uh, through this water situation. Amen. Now, listen, I'm going to get out of the way because because we have a very special guest this morning. I'm looking to, are we okay? Okay. We have a very special guest this morning. I'm not going to give it away because part of her being a special guest, it's kind of a surprise. And so we were able to do an interview. This is uh, an interview we want you to check out after after the service is over the entire interview will be posted uh we couldn't post everything we had to edit it uh, uh but the entirety of the interview because we talked for probably 26 27 minutes so we knew we couldn't put all of that on here but we got a special guest for you i'm not going to announce who this person is because part of uh the specialness is the surprise who this person is going to to surprise so let's see who it is well, good morning, Kay Chapel. God bless you. Listen, you know that it's uh, Black History Month here at Kay Chapel. We've been celebrating all month long, but we've also been celebrating and, and encouraging you to go be great. Uh, one of the things that we enjoy here at Kay Chapel is a wonderful uh, music tradition, a great uh, legacy of, of music, a breadth of, of music, enjoying all of the various types of music. Thanks in part. Uh, to our minister of music, Brother Beret Thickpen, uh, who has been serving for so many years. This morning, we are excited uh, to bring to us a very special guest. Uh, some of you may know her, many of you may not, uh, but she is a wonderful, wonderful instrumentalist, a wonderful musician, and just a wonderful spirit. Uh, and we're very pleased to bring her to you this morning. And she's going to share not only her music, but she's going to share her story with you this morning. Let's bring on and let's welcome together our dear friend, our sister in Christ, Sister Patrice Jackson Tilgman. Good morning, Patrice. Good morning. Good morning. How are you this morning? I'm good. I am so good. Listen, I know there are some people right now who are just who are just their their jaws are dropped because they had no idea that they were going to be seeing you this morning. And we're going to get to who yes. those people are in just a moment. But yes. but but before we do, let me just properly introduce you and let people know uh, something about who you are. You are a native of St. Louis, Missouri, the show me state. Yes. Uh, you went on to graduate from the uh, Juilliard School of, of Performing Arts. Yeah, I think you also went to the Yale School of Music. Uh, you have degrees from both of those. You have uh, these amazing credentials. Uh, you have performed around the world as a cellist. You've performed with uh, all of the all of the big name symphonies across the United States as well as as international. I, I believe you started your debut in South Africa. Is that right? I did a recital and a concert. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, and what I love about your story is that is that you you you're not just this classical musician, but you make your 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 music relatable. And so you've you've performed with the big names of Stevie Wonder and and J Cole and Alicia Keys and all these people that Kanye West, all the people who my young people will say, oh wait a minute, I want to know something about this chick. Who is she? Who is this lady? Right? And I and I say chick because you you're just so fly like that. You I mean you really have. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Absolutely. So, so 
thank you for being with us, really. And thank you for sharing your gift with us that we'll hear later. Uh, but more about who you are. Who is Patrice Jackson Tillman? Tell us who you are. Well, first and foremost, I'm just a Christian, um, just trying to make it in this world. I'm also a wife, and I am now a mother of two. So, um, yeah, and then I just so happen to have this gift to play an instrument, you know, that has kind of funded my life. You know, that's, that's pretty much who I am, you know. I, I love the humility. One of the things we've been discussing this, this month, and as we talk about going be great, we had a discussion, an entry on one day about being humble. And uh, what, what a wonderful gift it is to, uh, to see your humility, but knowing that you're, you're this awesome musician who's done so many great things. Right now, in fact, one of the great things that you're doing, you're a professor of music, uh, at the Berkeley School College of Music at the Boston Conservatory. Um, and and I believe this is a first. Is that right? Yes. Well, at Berkeley College of Music, the prestigious Berkeley College of Music, um, I am the first African-American female to be hired in the strings department. So it's, it's pretty great. And then, um, you know, I can't hold my blessing just to myself. So I encouraged a friend of mine who ended up applying and now the two of us are are holding down the strings department you being a woman of color um in some spaces where you don't typically find us yes what's what's been some of the challenges that you've experienced and had to overcome as as a black woman in those in those spaces i think the biggest challenge is just to break the the stereotype I mean, people assume, and this is just across the board, we as human beings, when we see somebody walking down the street, doesn't matter what they look like, we're already making our assumptions by the way they walk, by the way they look, by the way they talk, all of that. So just trying to recreate that assumption of me has been the biggest challenge. It's stories like yours are so amazing for a number of reasons, but one of them, I believe, is because when when young people look at you, um, they hopefully will see themselves, the potential of themselves, knowing that here's a sister who has gone on and, and is doing these amazing things, has done these amazing things, and, and is continuing to even pave the way. But even more than that, you're a sister who is connected to us in some very specific ways yes tell us, tell us who you are and your connection to Kay chapel so can i do this really quick can i take a pause for a second do your thing i want to give a special shout out hey grandma <laughs> <laughs> if everybody uh if you don't know my grandmother lucille green yes lucille green i call her grandma but i will refer to her uh in the rest of this interview um as Grandma Lucille. You probably remember my great-grandmother, Gussie Seals. Absolutely. Um, So she actually, I know she's been, she was a long-standing member of Kay's Chapel. And then my grandmother came up through Kay's and then subsequently my mom came up through Kay's. But I just want to share the monumental things that she has done. Because my grandma is real special. You know, uh, to be able to go to to go to Africa, the continent twice. The first one, I will say, I'm proud of that she got to go with me when I made my debut down in South Africa. I got wow. to go along with me. Nice. 
So she loved it so much that she decided to do a mission trip. <laughs> you know, she came back and did a mission trip on her own, and it was great. Thanks for taking the time to talk with us, and thanks for just being the great individual you are. Um, I love your heart, love your spirit, and Thank love you. your music. Thank mm-hmm. you.
Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. God bless you. Thank you so much, Patrice, for blessing us here at K Chapel. God bless you. And congratulations uh, to you and all that God is doing through you. Uh, listen, we're always celebrating black history, and oftentimes we're looking at those who have gone on. But thanks be to God, we can celebrate people who are doing great things right now. Amen. 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 God bless you. Again, uh, go ahead and, and consult with the uh, social media pages later today for the full interview uh, where we talk about a lot of more things that uh, you might find interesting. Uh, but again, thank you, Patrice, for your heart uh, and for your gift, sharing that with us here. Let me say just a word in the few minutes we have left. Amen. Amen. I'm going to edit this so uh, y'all, you flow with me. Amen. God bless you. Book of Colossians, Colossians chapter 3, uh, verses 12 through 16, 12 through 16. There you will find these words. Put on, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercy, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another, forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. And above all these things, put on charity, which is the bond of perfectness. Let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to the which also ye are called in one body, and be ye thankful. And here it is. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Amen. I want to talk briefly, briefly from the subject, the ministry of one another, or let me say it like this. You are my ministry. You are my ministry. All of us have been given a ministry. It may not be the ministry to preach or the ministry to pray or the ministry to play. But all of us have been given the ministry of each other. You, beloved, have a ministry. The people in your timeline this morning, they're your ministry. The ones who have been clapping and, and shouting, ones who have been putting up words of encouragement, they are your ministry. But can I help you? Because it's not just the ones who put up nice things and encouraging words, but those who sometimes put up sly remarks, those who sometimes aren't so encouraging, those who sometimes test you and try you and challenge you they too are your ministry throughout the scriptures we have been given the idea that we are each other's ministry throughout scripture we understand and Paul writes and Jesus tells us how we are to behave and act toward one another Mark chapter 9 verse 50 says be at peace with one another john 13 and 34 love one another romans 12 and 10 be devoted to one another romans 12 and 16 be of the same mind one toward another romans 4 and 13 let us not judge one another romans 15 and 7 wherefore accept one another romans 15 and 14 you also also admonish one another galatians 5 and 13 serve one another in love galatians 6 and 2 carry one another's burdens Ephesians 4 and 2 be patient with each other 1 Thessalonians 4 and 18 encourage one another 1 Thessalonians 5 and 11 build up one another James 5 and 16 confess your faults 
to each other. Each time and each entry, we get more and more pressed upon us the idea that we are in relationship to each other and we are therefore one another's ministry. So three things quickly because I want to give you time to get ready to get up here because we've got ministry to do this morning. Yes, we've got ministry to do this morning. And because we are each other's ministry. So the first thing the scripture teaches us that we ought to do is to one, forbear one another. Forbear one another. In the New Living Translation, verse 13 reads like this. It says, make allowance for each other's faults. And forgive anyone who offends you. I love the way that reads. Make allowance for each other's faults. Forgive each other or anyone who offends you. What, what, what Paul says here, watch this. He says, make room for people to mess up. Give space for people to make mistakes. Why? Because nobody's perfect. Nobody's going to get it right all the time. And we, because we are the saved, we are the sanctified, we are the filled with the Holy Spirit, we should give people space and grace to mess up. Wish I had a witness in here. Forbearing one another is, the old folk used to say it like this, you ought to, you ought to just put up with some folk. Some folk you just got to put up with. You got to give them space and grace to be themselves, watch this, but to also grow out of themselves. Don't be so easily to give up on people or where they are. Forbear one another. Don't so quickly decide that, that, that there is no hope. Don't be so quick to point out flaws and failures. Forbear one another. I'm glad. Paul doesn't mind putting it out here that as Christians, we have been called to the ministry of forbearance. And that means this, that you cannot be so easily offended. I'm going to say that again for the person in the back. You cannot be so easily offended. That means you can't always, watch this, be looking to check somebody, be looking to correct somebody. You can't always have a chip on your shoulder daring somebody and waiting for somebody to knock it off. Forbearance means that you give people space and grace to mess up. Knowing, knowing, watch this, watch this, that you are not going to jump down their throats at just one mess up. That's your ministry, to forbear, to put up, to give space and grace. Secondly, second thing, second thing this text teaches us, forbearing one another and forgiving one another. Forgive one another. That's number two. Paul says it's not enough that you put up with each other, but you need to add to it the responsibility of forgiving one another. And here is the reality that even among Christians, even in the church, even among those who are saved, sanctified, and yes, filled with the Holy Spirit, these same people are going to do something at some point that's going to require you to forgive them. I'm going to do something that's going to require you and necessitate that you forgive me. You're going to do something that I'm going to have to stretch out and forgive you. Wish I had a witness in here. That's part of being in this body of Christ. Forbearing one another, giving each other space and grace, forgiving each other when the, it is necessary. That means, that means that, watch this, that I don't continue to hold a grudge. Somebody's saying right now, Reverend, how many times am I supposed to forgive them? Forgive one another. 
For, for what kind of infraction should I forgive them? Forgive one another. For, for what can I withhold forgiveness? Forgive one another. To whom can I withhold forgiveness? Forgive one another. And don't tell me how long you've been a Christian if you're still with refusing to forgive someone who has done you wrong. Thirdly, and I'm through. If you love the Lord as much as you say you do, forbear one another, forgive one another. But then this last thing, this last responsibility that we have to each other is the fellowshipping of one another, the fellowshipping with one another. Look at verse 16, and I'm through. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. <laughs> there, is, there is a sweetness in this verse that I don't want you to overlook. Paul says that the word of Christ dwells within us and that we share it with each other. And the thing about, thing about sharing the word of God, that happens in a whole lot of ways, y'all. One of the reasons why I'm not preaching very long is because we're about to go and share the word of God, not through preaching, but through action. We're sharing the word of God by taking care of our brothers and sisters right up the street here. It's not about always coming and talking the talk, but you've got to get out and do the things necessary to be the hands and the feet of Christ. And so we share the word of God through our testimony, not of our lips, but the testimony of our lives, how we live, how we relate to one another, how we do for one another, the ministry of one another. But the interesting thing also that Paul says here is not just about the fellowshipping through ministry and serving, it's the fellowshipping through music. <laughs> yeah. Through music, he says, through psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. I believe, I believe that, yes, we've certainly been tested over the last year in terms of what's really dwelling inside of us. We've gone from, in this church, we've gone from six choirs <laughs> to a praise team and these instrumentalists. And they continue to amaze me with what, what we can do. But there is something, there is something, there is something about the power of psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. There's something, there's something about, about hearing the word of God through music and in instruments and through the voices. And, and even though you are not here, Kate Chapel, in my spirit, Every now and then when they start playing in my spirit, I hear your voices. And I hear the spiritual hymns and the psalms and the songs. And, and I hear you singing as a congregation, blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. Every now and then in this sanctuary, though you are not here, I can hear us singing together. Hold to God's unchanging hand. Build your hopes to things on things eternal. Hold to God's unchanging hand. Nobody's here, but in my spirit, I can hear the saints of God declare, great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. I, I don't see you. You're not here. You're not present, but I can hear you join in joyous refrain. Then sings my 
soul, my Savior God, to thee, how great thou art. I hear you testifying in your kitchen and walking the floor in your family room. Love lifted me. Love lifted me when nothing else could help. It was love that lifted me. I hear the deacon singing. I hear the mother singing. Have a little talk with Jesus. Tell him all about our troubles. Hear our faintest cry. He will answer by and by. I hear somebody else saying, what a fellowship. What a joy divine leaning on the everlasting arms. And I hear it this morning. After everything that we've been through, everything you've been through, and everything you are yet going through, through the sickness and through the loss of loved ones, through the loss of material possessions, through the loss of electricity and the loss of water, I hear someone singing this morning, we've come this far by faith, leaning on the Lord, trusting in his holy word. He's never failed me yet. Oh, we can't turn around because we've come this far by faith. We, we hear the Psalms the songs, the hymns, and the spiritual songs that unite us even though we are not together. They bind us together. And I'm glad this morning that we started with the blood and we're ending with the blood. We started with the blood. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Oh, precious is the flow that makes me white as snow. No other fountain, no nothing but the blood of Jesus. The old church used to say the blood of Jesus that was shed for me way back on Calvary. The blood that gives me strength from day to day. It will never, never lose its power. It reaches <laughs> to the high. I didn't mean to go here, but y'all pushing me. It reaches to the highest mountain it flows to the lowest valley the blood that gives me strength from day day to day it will never 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 lose it never lose its power I know it was the blood. I know it was the blood. I know it was the blood for me. Oh, one day when I was lost, he died on the cross. I know it was the blood for me. Y'all come on and say it in your house.
of the body and the blood of Jesus, our Lord and our Savior Christ. He died on a cross that we might have life. And so we come now gathered together to share in this holy meal. Bread representing his body. Wine representing his blood. And he took bread, break it and blessed it and said, take, eat. This is my body which is broken for you. Likewise, he took the cup and blessed it, saying, this is the blood of the New Testament, which is shared for the remission of sin. As often as we do this, we do show forth his death and suffering until he comes again. Let us drink together. When they had finished, they sung a hymn and went out <laughs> into the Mount of Olives. We don't have a Mount of Olives, 
but we've got the K courtyard that we're about to go out into. At two o'clock, we need you to meet us on the parking lot. We're going to go and bless our brothers and sisters and minister one to another. Meet us here. It'll only take an hour. Bring the water with you. Amen. And we'll see you here. Be a blessing. Come on. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. One more time. Oh, precious. Oh, precious is that of God and the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit rest, rule, and abide with each of you now henceforth and forevermore. In the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen and amen. God bless you. Go in peace. Go be great. We'll see you at two.